you know, that it was a very difficult today. The good thing is this practice squad has been enhanced over the last year and a half. So, yeah, I think we had to um, trim by 27, but 16 of them are going to come back tomorrow at 1 o'clock, and we're still working through that as we speak. So that was a little bit more uh, easy to deal with, a little easier to deal with than just see you later. So we have a good chunk of guys we plan on, if they don't get claimed, coming back. That is Urban Meyer. A couple of those guys already coming back. Doug Costin and Devina Zigbo uh, to the practice squad. Now, I think they would have liked to have Colin Johnson back on the practice squad. That's not happening. Quincy Williams, not sure what they would have done with him. He's been picked up. Johnson picked up by the Giants. Uh, Quincy Williams by the Jets. Uh, ben Ellison, probably a practice squad kind of guy, picked up by the Minnesota Vikings. And who am I missing, Austin Lane? Jake Luton. I think they would like to have him on the practice squad, but Seattle picks him up on the waiver wire. So they lose last year's uh, sixth-round quarterback. So well, they'll just yeah. go pick another sixth-round quarterback, most likely. No, I mean, you got enough sixth-round picks for sure. But at the same time, I mean, you need a quarterback for this year because you have to have three quarterbacks on the roster, you know, um, whether it's two uh, on the 53 and one on the practice squad. But you, but you definitely need three, at least three guys in your roster. Yeah, the uh... – that's interesting. Who could they pick up? Who might they pick up? Cam I mean, Newton. Again, <laughs> Cam no, I'm kidding. Newton, I'm stash kidding. him on the practice squad. I'm kidding. It's a joke. You know, here's what's fascinating, you know. All three quarterbacks from last year that played, Glennon, I believe, is with the Giants. Luton now with the Seahawks. And obviously, Minshew goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. All three quarterbacks that played in games last year for the Jaguars and went 1-15 yeah. are gone. Maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. No, it's not the worst thing in the world um, by any means. And was was Glennon a six round pick? No, uh, no, he, no day, I, think I think he was, he was higher a, than he that. Was he was a third like round a pick. Fourth, was he a third? Third round pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the college. Uh, yeah, he's NC State. Nailed it. Nicely done. You're welcome. I got it. Yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go back. Uh, we haven't talked to Jags here in a little bit, but. The waiver wire has been quiet for the Jags. Unless I've missed something, I can't find another guy picked up other than Tyron Johnson. That's a nice get. Everybody believes that. The, the number one uh, priority, the Jags got, well, one of the top priorities probably out there. Uh, but that's it, man. I mean, they must be pretty comfortable with the roster they have, at least for now. I think uh, by this time we thought maybe they'd be more active and, and they're pretty quiet outside of the receiver from the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, you know, in, in terms of veterans that get released, sometimes you want to see if they actually clear waivers because then you can kind of restructure their deals a little bit. Obviously, if you take them on the waiver wire, you kind of have to match what their, what their contract is. You, you absorb that contract. So I'm not sure in terms of, like, how many veterans are looking at. Um, you know, I mentioned a guy yesterday, like Pernell McPhee, who Joe Cullen has a lot of experience working with. Now he is on, on the older side, but in terms of stopping the run, I thought he did a great job that last year for the Baltimore Ravens. Is, is that a guy where can you restructure his deal a little bit, um, you know, and offer him just kind of a basic deal and then get him on the team? Now, I get it. Edge and, and defensive end aren't really that of need right now because you are so deep at that position. But that's just an example of, you know, a veteran guy that can maybe you can bring in. Yeah, I, I think that is important. I mean, this could be a slower process. And, again, it shows some comfortability with what their roster looks like right now. Uh, next, they get a receiver. We think running back and tight end could be possibilities. They've got a no lot of numbers on the defensive side. If you had to pick a spot, would it be running back? Are you still stuck on the third down running back type, a different kind of change of pace back if you can find one? 
Um, I'm definitely well. I'm, first of all, I'm stuck on tight end, right? Because you can obviously always improve that. So would that be top priority for you, though? You'd go mm-hmm. find a better tight end over third down back. Well, I mean, the fact that you have Ozigbo back, like if if you truly, I mean, now he's on the practice squad. Let's be honest, but um, and also uh, breaking news: the Jaguars just actually just announced their practice yes. squad. I know, I just got it. Yep. Yeah. Do you want me to yeah. go off the names? Yeah, go ahead. So we got uh, wide receivers. We got Jeff Cotton Jr., Philip Dorsett, uh, Josh Hammond, Devin Smith, Laquan Treadwell. At running back, you got Nathan uh, Cottrell, uh, Devon Ozigbo. Uh, offensive line. I wish I didn't do this now. Uh, <laughs> Brent, go ahead and take it home, man. <laughs> uh, offensive line. Uh, you got Badara Treor. Yeah. We think. Laquan Treadwell signed to the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Trevor Wallace-Sims. There you go. Uh, they waived Daniel Aquale. So I wasn't stunned that he made the team. Now he gets waived. So that's interesting. Uh, but that has to make room for a guy like Tyron Johnson, right? You had to get rid of somebody. And they released Josh Jones from the team's reserve injured list via an injury settlement. So Josh Jones uh, uh, on his way out with the Jacksonville Jaguars along with Aquale. And you said it, Lorenzo Burns, Doug Costin, Jeff Cotton Jr., Nathan Cottrell, Philip Dorsett, Josh Hammond, Casey McDermott, Devina Zigbo, Brandon Rusnick, Devin Smith, who made the nice play the other day, mm-hmm. uh, and then a couple offensive linemen along with Laquan Treadwell. So, you know, we thought there was a lot of competition at that receiver spot. They end up getting Treadwell back, Dorsett back, uh, and Hammonds. Uh, who am I, oh, Jeff Cotton Jr. had a couple of nice plays. So well, on the yeah. practice squad, not that's not bad for the Jags to recoup those guys. And a Zigbo, I was a little surprised the Zigbo got cut. Mm-hmm. So to have him back on the practice squad, they must have they took a calculated risk, right? That well, they could get him through waivers. Yeah, and a guy that you liked a lot, Doug Costin, is also coming back on the practice squad as well. Now, depending who they get at quarterback, you you may have the Super Bowl of all practice squad teams for a seven on seven match because you do got some talent at the wide receiver position. You know, I mean, you have guys like Devin Smith. Once again, how much does he have left to offer? We'll see. But he did flash a little bit with that nice catch. You have Laquan Treadwell, who the team seems to like with Urban Meyer. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think as far as the practice squad is concerned, let's not get too excited over it, but you like what you see there. Yeah, I think what's important, too, to note, this is why the receiver heavy and the running back stuff with Cottrell and even Azigbo, I think is really important on the practice squad. I'm not saying you get a lot of other, other guys don't get injured. But I think you have some depth at the other positions. Like offensive line, they have nine offensive linemen. You'd have to get quite a few guys injured to have to then go steal somebody off the practice squad, right? Uh, And it's hard to keep offensive linemen on the practice squad anyway because everybody always needs offensive line help throughout the year. Defensive line, they've got a lot of bodies. Well, they've got some depth because of the numbers. I always think receiver and running back, someone you should be able to have comfort with on the practice squad, be able to pull up for a game or two if needed, rather than just go sign somebody off the street. And the Jaguars, if you look at their practice squad, you're allowed to keep 16. They've got 13 on this one so far, so they have a few open spots still. Well, they have familiarity with these guys. I mean, Devin Smith, very little familiarity, but obviously Urban Meyer has some. And then some of these other players like Laquan Treadwell, who's been with them. Cotton, obviously, who's been with them now a little bit and performed nicely. Hammond, uh, who I think is a reliable guy, just doesn't bring a lot from a speed standpoint or, or this crazy um, skill set standpoint. But he's, he's reliable and he catches everything in sight, in my opinion. So at least they have those guys. And Zigbo, as you mentioned, if they need someone in a pinch, they've got familiarity with the offense, with the other players on the offense, and then they can just go pull them up from the practice squad. I always think that's pretty important, especially at the wide receiver and running back position.
No, for sure. Um, and especially since, you know, traditionally you keep a lot more offensive linemen and defensive linemen for depth purposes, where if a guy does, does go down, you can go to the next one right away and reload. You know, the wide receiver position has to be taken um, a little differently in the approach. So, yeah, I think that usually you're going to see a lot of skill position guys um, on the practice squad just because injuries are prevalent there um, and you always need the next man up. So if you have a, a great crop of guys that you can rely on, um, you feel good about it. And you're allowed to keep some of the veteran guys on the practice squad now. So that's why, like, years past, you'd never see a guy like Dorsett on the practice squad, right? For sure, for sure. So Cam Newton for practice squad. <laughs> Let's go and make that happen. Hey, I, I actually was thinking of this, okay? Uh, I probably should stay, save this till football at five. But, heck, I'm talking about it, so let's do it right now. If Cam Newton said today, there's no way there's 32 quarterbacks better than me. Do you agree with that? Whew. Well, I mean, essentially what you're asking me is, can Cam Newton right now start in the NFL on a team and be better than what they had before he got there? And as I'm thinking off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of like what team. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I think it's close with Andy Dalton, but you have Justin Fields eventually going to come in, right? So yes. um, I'm not even going to count that one. <sighs> I don't think there is a who, – who's Washington have again? Well, here we go, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll go right, run right down the list. Buffalo, no. Patriots, he just lost the job. The Jets are committed to a young guy, and I'd, I'd rather have Zach Wilson. Miami Dolphins, Tua. Is that debatable? We haven't seen enough from Tua to know that, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to – like, if I was the Dolphins, I'm not going to bring in Cam Newton to start over Tua. There's no, no. way. It's yeah. one thing if you trade for Deshaun Watson. Yep. It's a little different if uh, you bring it in Cam. Yep. The Browns, no. Baltimore, no. Pittsburgh, no. Cincinnati has Joe Burrow. The mm -hmm. Colts have Carson Wentz, we think. Uh, the Titans, of course, have Tannehill. Better. Houston, well, to be honest with you, they could probably bring Cam to Houston and they'd be better off. You think he's better than Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay. I, I don't know why I dislike Tyrod Yeah, man, Taylor so you, you can't stand Tyrod Taylor. It's yeah, insane. I, I, I feel hey. bad. Like, it's nothing personal, really. Nothing personal. I'm sure when that guy got his <laughs> lung his lung punctured, you are probably popping the, the old, I don't know, whiskey you got in the, in the cellar or whatever. Like, oh, babe, we're celebrating tonight. Tyrod Taylor's lung just got popped. Do we know uh, Brent's the one that, that did it? That, yeah, it have, have we seen that guy and Brent in the same room before? Might have been you. I, I think you're out that week. What, what I, were you doing? I I just had listen. If you're a Houston Texans fan, okay, and you're gonna play the Jags in Week One, do you like rolling out Tyrod Taylor, or would you say Cam Newton? I'm giving you instead. Who's who's more of a game manager? I think I'd pick Cam Newton. Oh, Brent. Oh man. Okay. See, I think so I, you wouldn't. I would probably go Tyrod Taylor in that in Houston situation. I'd probably go Tyrod Taylor. I think the ceiling is higher for Cam Newton, but let's be honest: if you're Houston right now, you're just trying to stay in ball games. So give me Tyrod. All right. Uh, so Houston's kind of on the bubble, though. It's at least in a conversation for Cam. It's in the conversation. Jacksonville is not. Kansas yeah. City is not. Denver has Teddy Bridgewater, mm -hmm. right? You take Teddy. Yep. Yes. Uh, I'd take Drew Locke over him right now, to be honest. I would, too. Uh, Derek Carr, yes. Uh, Herbert, yes. Washington, I mean, Fitzpatrick's better than Cam, isn't he? Oof. I mean, from, from the passer standpoint, yes. I would say right now he is. Yeah, I mean, he's just done more recently to give you hope, too. Exactly. 
Uh, Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts or Cam Newton? Jalen Hurts. I'm not sold on Hurts, but I would. Still, oh, I, I want to. I know you're not. I want. I mean, and probably I'd take Minshew over Cam Newton. Quite frankly. There. You, <laughs> okay. Uh, so Daniel, would you take Minshew over Jalen Hurts? Not yet. Not yet. Listen, the bottom line, I don't necessarily agree that they should be committed to Jalen Hurts, but they are. And let's see what we got now. Now Mm -hmm. now you're pot committed. So uh, I would not say Minshew right now over Jalen Hurts, but I'm not surprised at all by week seven if that's the way they go. Uh, And I do say Minshew over Joe Flacco, no doubt about it. Uh, The Giants, Daniel Jones. Mm. Austin? Mm. Now let's have a serious conversation about that. How have the Giants been with Daniel Jones? Couldn't get much worse. Brent? Couldn't get much worse, could you? I can't believe you let your bias Couldn't, couldn't get much worse, though, huh? Brent? Uh, can we have an honest conversation about this, please? Daniel Jones is going to light it up this year. Hey, you're, uh, you're, okay, because, you know, he put that last preseason game, and thank God we didn't do a quarterback grade for him because I watched that game. Woo. Casey, Casey, I understand Woo. that you're afraid of 6'6", 245 Austin Lane sometimes, and he walks by in the studio. But Daniel Jones or Cam Newton? Brent, I'm going to be real with you. Be real, Casey. Daniel Jones. Be real. The same reason that I would take Cam Newton over Tyrod <laughs> Taylor is the same Let's reason I'd go. take him over Daniel Jones, and that's because he's won something ever. Let's go. And, you know, if he has like a 70-yard touchdown run, he's not going to trip and fall at the 10-yard line <laughs> and be a meme and bring shame on the New York Giants. It brings shame to me. What, what, is it, what does Daniel Jones have in that organization is what I want to know. Because the, the fact the guy gets another year, another shot at it, is just baffling to me. I love you, DJ. Yeah, well, we'll I see. I love you, man. We'll see. Uh, You're the I only can't one. Can't wait till you light it up. Yeah. <laughs> Pro Bowl for where, DJ. Hey, what year. do you think? What do you think DJ's jerseys are right now in terms of jersey sales? You think they're running to get a Daniel Jones jersey? Nah, man. Saquon Barkley. Probably below Tim Tebow. Still. Man, I, I bet Daniel Jones' own family has Saquon Barkley jerseys. <laughs> they're like, yeah. I mean, we we could have got the the number eight, but I mean, you know, it's Saquon. Yeah, it's Saquon. Yeah, Hasn't yeah, played in two years. Yeah, well, people are more excited about Saquon Barkley than are Daniel Jones. All right, the Cowboys are Dak. Chicago, yeah. obviously, you just said. Minnesota, no question. Detroit, they've got golf. Would you you want golf, right? Yeah, yeah, golf. Over yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not a huge golf guy, but I think I'd take him over Cam. Green Bay is Green Bay. New Orleans, Jameis over uh, Cam? Ooh. Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking Jameis. I just yeah. think of what they're trying to do with that offense. It's got to be Jameis. <laughs> Sam Darnold over Cam. I know, right? I got to take Sam Darnold. Yeah. I do. Do you go back to Carolina? Uh, yeah. Tampa, we know. Atlanta, we know. San Francisco, they got two. Arizona, Kyler. Seattle, Russell. Los Angeles, Matthew Stafford. I mean, seriously, if you want to, you could. You can have so, your Giants. I'll take yeah. Houston. And outside yeah. of that, there's two spots for him to go. Like, I don't know if he's right. And it's debatable on both of those. Yeah. Like, I, there might He might not be better than any of the quarterbacks in the NFL. No, I mean, Giants are definitely a team to watch here. Definitely one to watch. But, no, I think if you're Cam Newton, you got to have the realization that you're going to be a backup someplace. And I feel like I've been saying this forever, but, like, I think Buffalo would be the perfect fit for him. Because yeah. you, you get a little Josh Allen-esque from Cam Newton. You know, yeah, no, you he's, do, not, he's not Josh Allen, that. but yeah, at least it's kind of comparable. Yeah, I, I think I could say, you know, especially like, g- going to Super Bowl. I mean, they're a pretty solid team. Who's the backup uh, with the Titans? Ooh, good call. Look that up quick. Because I feel like he could do some of the things they'd want you to do. Let's see here. 
we got backup like Tennessee Titans. L- Logan Woodside, because they just were like, oh, Matt Barkley. So they got oh, Logan they Woodside. So, yeah. Back. Maybe, yeah. Or if you we... wanted to be a backup, the yeah. Titans wouldn't be a bad spot. And I agree on the Bills front that that could fit the style as well. Yeah. And obviously some familiarity with McDermott, too, over the years. Hey, Casey, you know what I'm excited for next year around this time is talking about where Daniel Jones is going to be the backup of. <laughs> That's going to be a fun one. All right. Hey, make sure you got a song ready for that one. Appreciate I that. Hope, I hope Daniel Jones brings me to the Pro Bowl with him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We're live at Porsche Jacksonville here on Atlantic Boulevard, part of the Fields Auto Group, all the way until 6 o'clock. Come on out, say hello. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a little bit different. Just a lot of it's a terminology. You know, some of the route concepts are the same, uh, but a lot of terminology is different and uh, some of the protection schemes a little bit different. So, I mean, it took a little time to, to kind of get that stuff down. Um, you know, anytime I can try and bring anything to the table, uh, whether it be a game plan thing that, that I can remember from, you know, Kyle's offense, you know, I'll, I'll definitely speak up about it and, and uh, bring, it, bring it to the table. Uh, who was that? What you mean? That's QB2. Oh, that was Beathard today. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, Kyle's offense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, CJ Beathard. That is QB2. Brent Martino back here at Porsche Jacksonville. Brand new 42,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility. Still right here on Atlantic Boulevard. You got to check it out. We're right at the Gourmet Cafe. Uh, so it's a great place to be. A lot of people coming in and out. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, you can see uh, the shop right behind us here at Porsche Jacksonville, part of the Fields Auto Group. By the way, Fields Cadillac and Cadillac in general be uh, title sponsor for our Action Sports Chat Stream 18 once again. Uh, so hopefully you can come on out uh, September 20th at the Golf Club at Southampton. Register to play. A few spots available. Action Sports Jacks, Dream18.com. We'll also be firing up a silent auction on the weekend. So have a couple of weeks to bid on some items and help out some charities with St. Michael's Soldiers and the North Florida Junior Golf Foundation as well. Thanks to everybody at Cadillac and Fields Auto Group as well. Brent Martineau here. Austin Lane in the studio, along with Casey and South Beach Gary on the line. Before we hit the top of the hour in football at five, what you got today, South Beach Gary? Hey, guys, I had some practice squad questions, please. I know a team can't take another player from another team and put them on their practice squad. They have to make it on the 53. How is it done? The players are put on waivers, and then if they're not claimed by anyone, the team can sign them to to their practice squad. Is that right? Yes. And uh, once they're signed, then uh, another team's not allowed to take that player from that team. Is that correct? Well, they can, but they have to put them on their 53-man roster. So if the Jags go poach somebody off the Chiefs practice squad, they have to be on the 53-man roster. You can't just go take them and put them on your practice squad. Okay, but, I mean, does the other team get compensation then for that player? or No. No. So you can you can take any player off any other team's practice squad, even when they're signed, as long as you put them, but they have to go immediately on your 53-man, correct? Yes. Correct. Yes. Now, if, if you poach a player off the practice squad, the team that you're poaching from, I think they have an opportunity to put that practice squad player on their active roster. That's what happened to me, and that's why I got released from Detroit. 
because they had a practice squad offensive lineman. New England was trying to poach the, uh, the offensive lineman off the practice squad. Detroit didn't want that to happen. I got released, and they signed the offensive lineman in the 53. Okay, and my other question is, the guys that are on the practice squad, can you, can you bring, sign them on to your regular 53 the whole year? Does it have to be done within a certain amount of weeks? Or can you do it throughout, throughout week one through 17? Say that question again. Make sure I comprehend the, the it. The right. guys that are on your practice squad, can you bring them, sign them to your 53-man? Does it have to be done within the first few weeks of the season, or can it be done any time during yeah, the season? Yeah, it can be done. It can be done any time. And, you know, remember last year, too, you could bring up a couple guys. You could bring up a, a player on a game day for a couple of times, um, part of these 16-man rosters because of the COVID stuff and everything. Uh, I got to double check if that's still a thing, Austin. I don't know if you heard that's still a thing, where you could bring a guy up on two different occasions just for game day. That's off your own practice squad, and then you could place him back on the practice squad by like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's still in place or not. I remember I think when I played, it was you had to play for a minimum three games, and then you could go back down. I thought. I think you're right about there. I think there is yeah. a minimum but uh, play. So thank you for coming to our 10 minute TED Talk on practice squads. Yes. Uh, well, actually, I got a question yesterday about like the difference between waived and released, and it's all about service time. Yeah. You know, like uh, if you're if you've been in the league for, I think it's uh, more than four years, well then you're released because you can go sign right away with everybody else. If you're less than four years, you're waived. You have to clear waivers. And then you can and go. And then you can go yeah. uh, to anybody else. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a – it can be tricky. And then the last couple of years, it's, it's it's a lot of that's changed because of COVID and some of the rules they put in, and now these expanded practice squads. Remember, just a few years back, it was only five, I think, on a practice squad. Then went to seven, and now in the last couple of seasons, it's 16. Football at 5 coming up. A lot more to talk about, including the Saints and Packers in Jacksonville. Week 1, are you going to go? More on the details of that coming up on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We're live from Porsche Jacksonville, part of the Fields Auto Group here on ESPN 690. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.